0: You are Locked On the NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast, making our last regular season picks of the year, week 17 of the 2018 season. Coming to you a little later than I would like on a Friday, but that's all right. Still gives you two big days to listen to this while you're mowing your lawn, shoveling your snow, working out, doing whatever it is you do, driving around in the car. Um, I also, as always, very much urge you to check out the rest of the Locked On Network. I mean, you, you, I'm not sure if you guys out there are NBA fans, but the NBA side of things is on fire for the Locked On, as usual. There's a lot of college stuff now. You know, If your team's in a bowl game, check that out. And, of course, you know, check out your favorite team. You know, Locked On Steelers, Locked On Bengals, Locked On Ravens, Locked On Browns, To you know, games we are going to talk about heavily here. So, things are good on the Locked On Network. Please go leave me a iTunes review, too, if you would. That is very, very helpful. And You guys have been slacking a little in that department. Um, again, as usual, we're at my bookie, picking games straight up and against the spread. And I'm going to take – let's just be honest here. I mean, some of these games – I don't know how you could ever put money on just because you don't know who's playing. I'm going to look at it. And some of these, I think you could really maybe make a real nice buck too, just because you know there's different motivations for all these teams, injuries, playoff ramifications. So we start with Dallas going to New York to face the Giants and they're getting five and a half on the road. I mean, that just shows you Dallas Giants and the Cowboys are five and a half point dogs. Shows what Vegas thinks is going on here. And I think it is pretty clear. You're going to get Eli. You're going to get Saquon. I don't think you're going to get Odell. Um, I'd be shocked if Zeke even puts pads on. If I were the Cowboys, I'd play Dak for a series or two, just because I think he could use it. Maybe Cooper. I don't know. Any O-Lyman that are stars that are banged up? No. Same with the defensive guys. You know, this, how much does Joan, Byron Jones play and Lawrence and those dudes Giants are trying to get a winning tradition here going. And I think they get it done. I mean, Dallas has nothing to play for. The Giants, I think, do win at home. Do they beat them by five and a half? I'm going to go with yes. I really think Dallas would be wise. They're going to host a game next week in the wild card round to really not lay down, but don't play your guys here. I mean, it just doesn't make much sense. And a win here and a good performance would get a sour season out of the taste of the Giants' mouth a little bit. So I think it's important for them, and I think they bring it. I like the Giants to win by more than five and a half. Oakland goes to Kansas City, and they're getting 14 on the road. That's a lot to me. I mean, Kansas City's not playing great. They need to win to shore up the number one seed. But when you think about the 14 number, and I do think the Chiefs will win, Carr's not turning the ball over. Raiders are playing hard. I bet Doug Martin runs for a lot of yards in this game. I bet Jared Cook catches a lot of passes in this game. Um, I don't think it'll be super competitive, but if you're the Chiefs and you're up 14-17 going into the fourth quarter, I'm getting Kelsey out of there. I'm getting Mahomes out of there. You know, like I could see Oakland backdoor covering this easily, very easily. Um, I know Kelsey destroys the Raiders, and I think he has a monster day. But how long does he play? You know, I mean, if, you, if you're if you pretty sure you're going to get the win, yeah, I'd set down some guys, and no doubt about it. Even Chris Jones, D 4 those type of dudes. I know you got to buy, but I, I don't think they win by 14. This one, I don't know what to think. I mean, Panthers are going to New Orleans. They're getting seven on the road. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think the most interesting thing to watch here is the quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater's going to start, and it's a great opportunity for him to show teams, I'm healthy, I'm thriving, I can be your starter next year, I'm hitting the free agent market, um, pay me, make me, make, make me your guy. But he's probably not going to have Michael Thomas, he's not going to have Kamara, I wouldn't play Jordan. You know, like the Saints have nothing to play for. They're the number one seed. I, I don't know why they would, you know, I, I don't think, you know, why bother? Panthers, now, I mean, dude, they got starting for him, was the number one recruit coming out of college, or coming out of high school back in this day. Now, there's a long way from being a college senior, or a high school senior, to playing in the NFL. But it's a great shot for him to at least show people, hey, I'm talented, I'm all right. I mean, I think the quarterbacks here will be fun to watch. Maybe I can be your backup, you know, bring me in behind Phillip Rivers or something. You know what I mean? Um, But does Keekly play? Does Davis play? I mean, I I think McCaffrey and those guys do, but for how long? I'm going to take the Saints at home, but I don't feel good about it at all. I, I have no vibe for that game at all. What I do have a vibe for is our friends at MyBookie. And I've told you about these guys a lot, and they're great. And I'd only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. So, you know, ever since I started this podcast, people are always asking me for advice, which is why you're on here now. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. I mean, trust me, guys, these are the best bet this season. They've been in business for years. They have great reviews online. That's why I'm urging your way to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting. I've told you, you got that a lot. That's one of my favorite moves to make, especially in a, game, in a week like this where people might be pulling dudes. You could really get a feel for your favorite team. They have great player perks. They have over-under on fantasy points scored. But my bookie is slammed with new betters, and they want to give everyone the best service possible. So if you're willing to wait till after seven o'clock Eastern, they'll give you an additional twenty-five free bucks for deposits over hundred. Join now, and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use our promo code LockedOn25. LockedOn25. And if you're willing to hold out till after seven o'clock PM, you get an extra twenty-five free play by using our promo code LockedOn25. So. Up to you guys, but you might as well hold out till you know late in the day. You play, you win, you get paid by our friends at My Bookie, so absolutely something you must check out. Okay, the Jets are going to New England, and the Patriots have to play in this one. I like what the Jets are doing. I don't think Todd Bowles will be back, but Darnold, Anderson, Herndon, McGuire, something happening here with this Jets offense. They're getting 13 in New England. That seems like a big number for me. I think Gilmore will give Anderson problems, and Anderson's playing really well. But if the Patriots get up big, might they pull Brady? Might they pull Gilmore? I mean, I think their strategy in this game at home will be a lot of Sony Michelle. I don't want to call Tom Brady a game manager, but I think that's the approach they take. You know, a lot of short passing, get it out quick. You don't want Brady taking hits, go through Sony Michelle. You know, if you're going to do over-under player perks at my bookie, I think I'd take the over on total yardage on a guy like Michelle Gronk looks like a shell of himself. But I think the Jets play hard, have a lot to build on here, and keep this within 13. I'll take the Patriots to win, but I'm not giving you 13. Because like many of these games, I don't know what the fourth quarter is going to look like. If they are up 13, if they are up 20, I see a lot of backdoor covers in a week like this. Eagles are seven-point favorites against Washington. If they win and Vikings lose, the Eagles are going to the postseason. They're obviously led by Nick Foles. Huge game for them, of course. Redskins are done. They're really beat up. They're on their 12,000th quarterback. Uh, although I do think Johnson's playing well. I think the Redskins' D is legit. It's in Washington. I think the Eagles win, Absolutely. I think Washington has a hard time getting Graham and Cox and those guys you know, bundled up. I don't know that they are able to exploit that Eagles cornerback situation all that much. And I know Foles is playing well, and I think Sproles being back is very helpful to the team and Foles and the offense overall. But I think Washington keeps this within seven at home. I think the Eagles win, but 26-20, you know, 24-20, something like that. So I'll take seven at home on the dog there. Lions are going to Green Bay, and they're getting eight on the road. I don't know what to think of Lions. I mean, how hard are they going to play? What do they have in it here? Packers, if Adams plays, which I think he will because he's going for some records, he'll get a lot of slay, but he'll probably also get a lot of targets. Rodgers looks the best he's looked all year, though. And they're into at home, proud franchise, I don't know what Detroit does on offense. I mean, it's like Kenny Galladay, and that's it. You know, we talked to Sando yesterday about um, could Stafford get traded. You know, I hadn't even thought of that possibility. But things aren't going well for the Lions. I'll take the Packers. I'll give you eight. This one's interesting to me. is Jacksonville goes to Houston, and they're getting six and a half. Could the Jags totally mail it in and get shot out in this game? Yes, no doubt. But I think it's been overlooked a little bit how good this defense still is, especially against the pass. I think you're going to get Ramsey on Hopkins. Texans don't really have any other receivers. Lamar Miller is banged up. Jags' pass rush is still exceptional. Watson's been under so much pressure. I absolutely will take six and a half. Like, I'm checking that box right now on my bookie, and I'm going to put a couple bucks on that one because like, – Houston's D is going to keep this in close. It's a good defense. Bortles is back. I just don't know that they put up a lot of points. I mean, this might be first one to 15 type of game. So if you're going to give me six and a half, I'll take it. Just because I think the Jags D is going to make a last stand here and make life tough on the Texans. But I do think Houston wins. Uh, Here's the game everyone's talking about here in my hometown of Pittsburgh is everyone's all of a sudden become Brownie fans. They weren't Brownie fans when I was sending them Browns gear when I worked for them. But they are in Baltimore. Baltimore wins, they're in. Browns win, they actually have a winning season. They're getting five and a half on the road. And I will take the five and a half for sure. I think this is going to be a very low-scoring, close game. I think Jackson's playing better as a passer, but I also the thing I keep coming back to on this game is Greg Williams is a super-aggressive dude who's got nothing to lose. I mean, I think you're going to see... Seven man pressures, nine guys in the box. I think you're going to see, you know, cover zero. You're going to see corners truly on islands, onside kicks, fake punts. Jarvis Landry throwing passes, Miles Garrett wrecking, you know, wreaking havoc. And I think it's going to be a game that comes down to the very, very end. And Special teams wise, that greatly favors Baltimore. That's a problem for the Browns here. They're one of the worst special teams units in the league overall. I think Cleveland's going to pull this thing out though. I, I think this is going to be a point where we look at Baker, and everyone's it's going to start the, the national attention of the Browns. You know, worst to first type of thing on Baker Mayfield shining star gets this win on the road tough location. I don't feel great about it. I feel great about getting five and a half. I don't feel great about picking a winner. And trust me, that's not just a Steeler or homer or in me. I just think the Browns are going to be highly opportunistic, highly, highly aggressive in all facets, take shots. And I think they'll be able to stick with Chubb. And yeah, these are two good defenses, and the Ravens are the better defense, and they're at home. But the Browns are much better at taking the ball away than Baltimore. If they win the turnover battle by one or two, you know, uh, hit, and I think that Williams is going to be, I should have said this off the bat, job number one, hit Lamar, hit Lamar, hit Lamar. You know, at those mesh points, maybe they cause fumbles. He's a slender guy. There's going to be Julius Peppers and guys like that just screaming around the line of scrimmage. I think it's going to be a real challenge for both rookie quarterbacks, but more so for Jackson. Give me the Browns and the points. Uh let's take a quick break again and we'll come back and finish up the week seventeen slate. Atlanta's in Tampa. Tampa's getting one at home. This is a tough one. <laughs> I think Atlanta's gonna play it like a normal game. I think. I don't think Tevin Coleman's gonna play though. Alright. I mean they're gonna look at the youngster and see if he can be a backup or a combination guy with Ito Smith to help uh Freeman next year. But Julio's looking for some records and some numbers, and I think they need a, a proud organization. Tampa, I wonder how much Winston plays, because if you recall, I mean, they picked up his fifth his option, and if they have any doubt about if he's going to come back or not and he gets injured in this game, then you're on the hook for, I think, $20 million. Tampa's playing better on both sides of the ball. They're at home. I don't like how Atlanta travels. I don't know, dude. I mean, this is a one-point spread. Fine. I guess I'll take the home team plus one. But I don't feel good about it. I would have a hard time putting money on this game. Uh, This could go any way, any way. Miami is going to Buffalo. They're getting six. I don't know how Buffalo gives anyone six. I like the Bills' D. I think Buffalo will play 100% without question. As will Miami. But... You know, I mean, is this Tannehill's last game? It's probably Parker's last game. I like the Bills' D more than I like Miami. Is it going to be chilly? Is Miami just want to get out of there? I still will take the six, though. I mean, I, you can't convince me the Bills are a six-point better favor better team than Miami right now. If it's all systems go for everybody, which I don't know that it will be, but I'm operating under that vacuum for this game, and I'll take the Bills to win, but not by six. Uh, just on the slate here. This is obviously the last game of the night, but we're going out of order because this just the way that they might have my bookie has them laid out. Colts are going to the Titans, who may or may not be without Mariota, but will be out. Will will be without Juel Casey, their best defensive player. Tennessee's getting three and a half at home. I'll gladly give you three and a half. I'm I'm putting money on this right now on the Colts. I think the Colts win big. They beat him bad last time. That Casey loss is huge. I think the Colts are a much better much more well rounded team. Much better at quarterback. Better coached. I don't know about that. I mean, but better plan. I think Hilton wreaks havoc. I think they run the ball well. I, I don't think that you know, they get any interior pressure or maybe any pressure without Casey. I think Tennessee just has to lean on Henry over and over and over, and I don't think that keeps up with Luck. I think Luck drops 30 on these guys, wins like 30-17. I think they win big, go to the playoffs. Colts have some momentum. It's a team going the right direction. Since he's coming to my hometown here in Pittsburgh, getting 14-and-a-half, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. If you listened at all to my, my Steeler Nation radio show, you, you, you know that I think the Steelers blow him out, I, even if Antonio Brown doesn't play. But I don't think they win by 14-and-a-half, and it's just one of those backdoor cover situations where if the Steelers are up 14, I think you pull Ben. You know, going into the fourth quarter, I think you pull Brennan, you pull Brown because maybe you play next week, maybe you don't, no matter what's happening in Baltimore. I think they'll be up heavy on the Bengals and start pulling starters when the game's in hand, and I think the game will be hand, in hand. Whether they advance or not, will be up to somebody else. But why risk them when you're winning big? Because I think they will destroy this team. I think since he's really bad. But I bet he pulls it to within 14.5, with that half being key. I have like 27-17 in this game with Pittsburgh More or less winning like 27-10, but feeling that way, but a late score by Cincy makes the people that bet on him happy. That's the kind of game I think this is. Big game. Chicago goes to Minnesota. Bears are getting five. That number doesn't seem right to me, but I also can see why. I mean, you're the Bears. You're going to scoreboard watch saying if the Rams stumble, which against the Niners, they probably won't you can get to the, th- the two-seed if you can win and they lose. But that's probably unlikely, but you're paying attention if you're the Bears' coaches, if they say you're not. But the key to me is, divisional team, assuming the Rams win, do you want to play the Vikings for a third time in a second week in a row? Or would you rather Philadelphia come to town and you eliminate what's been a really good team in your division and make a statement to the North that we're the new kings of the North? You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the approach I would take. Like, I know you're playing next week, and if the Rams get up big, maybe all of a sudden you see Khalil Mack holding his helmet, and, you know, you don't see the studs out there. And Minnesota says, thank you very much, and they win, and they win by five. But I think I just have a sneaking suspicion that, you know, you're trying to build a culture, a worst-to-first type of team in Chicago Let's crush our opponent, you know, uh, uh, that used to dominate us. Let's crush them if we can. I don't think, everything being equal, Minnesota wants to run the ball. I don't think they will in Chicago. I think Chicago destroys that offensive line in both phases, even in Minnesota. I don't think the Bears score a lot of points. So I think the Bears win. and if you're gonna, and I'm giving them five, you know, like I think it's gonna be a close game. I'll feel, I feel very good about giving me five, but I bet they win 21-20, 17-14, A lot of defense, sacks, but that game flow could go a lot of different ways, as I mentioned. Uh, we got three more games. Chargers are in Denver. Chargers are minus six and a half. I don't know who's gonna play for Denver. Like they're, they're talking about Von Miller not playing. Who knows? I think it's to be a lot of Royce Freeman. Mm. Uh, L.A. lost to these guys last time, and there was some smack talk involved. But if the Chiefs are winning, the Chargers could pull their dudes. So this could go a lot of different ways. But the Chargers are a ton better. I think they win, probably end up with the five seed and go to Baltimore most likely. But... They're way better than the Broncos. And it's another one where it's a division game. If you can stomp on them, you might as well. I think they beat they they I think they win by more than six and a half. The Broncos don't have much anymore. I mean, there's a lot of injuries. Don't really have a quarterback to begin with. You know, like that's there's not much to go off there with Denver. Arizona's going to Seattle. Seattle's thirteen point favorite. Seattle's locked in. I mean, they're the five seed. Wilson even play? I know the Cardinals stink. But the Cardinals starters against majority of Seattle's backups? I'll take 13 points in the road. You know, try to get Rosen acclimated. Get him a good feel to end, his, end the season. Wilkes with a last-ditch effort to try to still be the coach. A lot of David Johnson. Maybe Larry's last game. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm missing something. Seattle's planning on playing everybody. And they might, but for how long? I think it's a huge Rashad Penny day for him. You know, he's back. Get him maybe a little confidence. Gets a terrible run defense. I'll take 13 on the road. I mean, that's a a team that doesn't want to be embarrassed. I don't think they win. I still think they end up with the first overall pick. But I bet they keep it to within 10 or so. You know, maybe a late score again while Wilson's watching and thinking about the next game going to Dallas. Yeah, I'll take 13 points. Still an NFL team, right? (laughs) Right? Niners go to the Rams. Uh, Another 425 game. Uh, The Rams need to win, but I wouldn't play Gurley. I think they'll have this game in hand. Maybe you start seeing Goff and Donald and those type of guys coming out of the lineup. But here's the key, I think, to this one and why I'll take the points but not the Niners to win. I don't think the Rams' defense is very good. And I bet Shanahan runs on these guys. It'll be Wilson. I bet Kittle eats them alive. You know, that quarterback isn't bad. The offensive scheme's pretty good. O-line's pretty good. I bet the Niners consistently move the football, and especially late in the game. So I'll gladly take the points in this one, too. I mean, they're trying to, one of these teams, trying to establish a culture, not going to go down without a fight, showing signs of life late in the year, good scheme, you know, Rams guys, if they're going to stop the run, I don't think. And you might just stick with the run even when you're down 20. You know Wilson might have a really big day. He might be a great DFS guy for you. So, strange show today. Really hard to predict these. I mean, Week 17s bonkers in the NFL. It makes me really salivate for wildcard weekend. But there are some really good games. And certainly check out the rest of the Locked On Network as well as my bookie. So, that's a wrap. Thanks so much. Over and out.